this is Misty Green, and you are listening to the iLead Podcast, a space to engage instructional leaders for excellence, action, and development, where we will reflect, explore, and move ideas into action. Today's episode is entitled Embracing the Double Pedal, how we respond when faced or presented with adding new skills or learning to our already proficient toolkit or backpack to increase productivity, performance, and proficiency. The fascinating thing about increasing our toolkits is that more times than not, the call to elevate our skill set elicits feelings of frustration or even inadequacy. Our goal will be to converse about how we can embrace the challenge and accept the feelings of frustration and even adversity as we intentionally set our minds toward the positive outcome that awaits us just on the other side of fear and the learning curve. A few months back, I was presented with the opportunity to speak with large groups of educators about a specific instructional planning practice. As I prepared for the presentation, I knew I wasn't walking teachers and instructional leaders through unfamiliar territory. They were not going to be met with an entirely new process. Rather, I was presenting them with a component of the forward planning process that was research-based and had yielded proven results. The instructional practice was geared toward maximizing educator planning time with an emphasis on impacting instructional delivery and increasing student outcomes. It is imperative to note, regardless of the space I occupy, I am cognizant of the challenges facing classroom teachers, and campus leaders. In working with educators for quite some time now, I am keenly aware of the challenges presented at the campus level surrounding the time constraints in relation to instructional planning and lesson design. With this consideration, the human consideration at the forefront of my mind, I also firmly believed and knew the value of the information I was planning to share, and it could truly be a game changer. It was important that I honored the fear, frustration, and anxiety the participants might be feeling at the beginning of the session. My challenge was to embrace and accept their unspoken but imminent concerns while intentionally moving them toward accepting and harnessing the call to action which could elevate their planning practices. And it was my sincerest hope they would see the addition or elevation as yes, a possible challenge, but also as an opportunity. Which leads us into our conversation for today's session, Embracing the Double Pedal. Joining the conversation is my youngest son, Chasen. Jason, would you like to introduce yourself and share a little bit about who you are with our listeners? Sure. I'm 13 years old, and I'm also pretty excited to be able to talk to my mom about one of my recent experiences, or I guess you could, you could say one of my recent challenges. It's sort of funny to me that my mom chose to share my experience with so many other people, and especially teachers. I had no idea that someone like the frustration I had with embracing the double pedal, as my mom calls it, could actually help other people. Jason, thank you for that introduction. 
We've both mentioned the double pedal. Many people are not familiar with what the double pedal is. To provide context, it's important to note that you are a drummer. How long have you been taking drum lessons? I would say around six years. And during that time, I have had two separate instructors and the chance to be able to play the bongos and the standard drum set. In your time with taking drum lessons, can you recall any moments where the new learning or maybe a specific piece of music challenged you to the point of sheer frustration? Yeah, definitely. I would say there was a more recent time when I spoke with my instructor about a specific song that I could hear drums in the background of. So I went to him and I thought for sure that I could play that without any issue. So the song that I was trying to play was also the song that required me to include the double pedal, which is the topic of our conversation right now. I originally thought, though, that I would be capable of playing the song because in the past I haven't had much difficulty playing pieces of music that I found interesting. Uh, but this song was in a kind of different because it was faster than the songs I have chosen in the past. When I shared with my instructor, though, I was struggling with the song. He suggested I should add the double pedal to my kit. Now, prior to his suggestion, had you ever heard of or even observed a drummer using a double pedal before? Yeah. Uh, I've seen some drummers play like that, and my personal instructor also has a double pedal attached to his drum set. Now, can you explain what a double pedal is and why it's used? All right, sure. Uh, the double pedal is an addition to the drum kit, specifically for the bass drum. Typically, a standard drum kit only comes with one, which is used for the bass drum, but when you add a second one to your drum kit, it allows you to play the bass drum much faster. Instead of it going like tap, 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 it will go like tap, 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 twice as fast. Now, when you originally selected that particular piece of music, did you have any notion that your instructor would be suggesting you add the double pedal? No, I never really thought about adding a double pedal to my drum kit. I honestly thought I didn't need it to that point. I had not really experienced any issue with being able to play with the appropriate speed. Now, are you able to go back in time to reflect and share with us what you experienced the first time uh, during that drum lesson when you added the double pedal? Uh, sure. Whenever I first started using the double pedal to play the song I shared with my instructor, I was really frustrated. I was already accustomed, basically, to playing one way, and I thought I was doing a pretty good job. But I had no idea that adding the double pedal would be such a challenge. It was hard, really, to say the least. Why do you think it was so difficult, and what made it so challenging? Uh, I think the reason it was so challenging is because my body was like already accustomed to using one foot so now having to use both of them at the same time was it was really like relearning how to play it all over again honestly now i remember when raul picked you up from drum practice he actually texted me and was concerned because he could tell you were frustrated and something was definitely different when you both got home it was time for dinner and when we sat down to eat, I remember asking you how practice was and you responded, not good. I noticed just as Raul had communicated, your countenance was much different than your norm. Do you remember that evening? Like, can you recall our conversation and what occurred? 
Yeah, I was overall just feeling very defeated and frustrated. Now, during dinner, we continued to talk about what was going on and what you were feeling. You were really open and honest with your frustrations. By chance, do you remember what I said to you in response to how you were feeling and what you were sharing? I think I, I do remember. You said that it was good that I was having feelings of frustration and being emotional about this because by adding the double pedal and the what was going on because that meant I cared an awful lot about it. You said if I didn't care, I wouldn't be frustrated and the frustration was a good thing. You also said that I had two choices. I like that you were able to recall the fact that I did mention to you when you care about something, it's fair that you're showing emotions and those emotions indicate that you do care. Now you mentioned that I said, hey, you have two choices. By chance, do you remember what those two choices were? You said that I either that I had the two choices to either quit trying to pr practice the double pedal or that I could try to figure out figure it out in my head and continue. And what did you choose? I chose to try and continue. And now, currently, where are you with the double pedal? Uh, I've gotten accustomed to it, to say the least. Uh, I'm still getting the hang of it, but I'm definitely better than the first day that I came home. You know that I have shared your double pedal story multiple times. What do you think about that? And why do you think that I share this specific story so often? I guess you shared it because it was like an example of what it is to be introduced to something new. And you always have the choice to quit and never use it or try to use it to become more proficient at that craft. What has it taught you? Uh, it taught me that every time I learn something new, I always have the two choices. And the best thing to do is to continue, even when it is challenging. Jason, thank you for sharing your story of the double pedal with us and for allowing me to share your story over and over again. Believe it or not, your story resonates with many, many teachers and many adults included. Our takeaway and call to action is to embrace challenges as they come, to realize with everything, there are two choices, to quit and throw in the towel or to harness new opportunities, even when frustration and challenge is imminent. With a certainty in time, we will become accustomed to it and proficient with the additions to our toolkit and that they will in fact elevate our performance and lend themselves as assets to our skill sets. Join us next time as we dive into part one of a three-part series anchored to intentional quality tier one planning practices. That will be your first opportunity to truly embrace the double pedal. Thanks for listening to the iLead podcast with your host, Misty Green. You can connect with me on Twitter at Misty Green iLead. To access available resources, visit www.ileadconsulting.net. Until next time, let's keep moving the needle toward excellence.